That there Beavis and Butthead are cartoons. Listener's discretion should be advised, and don't try this at home. In this episode of The Butt Chronicles, we take a look at Beavis and Butthead, episode 56, Plate Frisbee. Uh, welcome to Industrial Industries World Radios, The Butt Chronicles. Uh, you said welcome. Uh, oh, God. Well, hey, what's up, ladies, gentlemen, and butt munches alike? Welcome to the Butt Chronicles, your audio guide to everything Beavis and Butthead. And I'm your host, DJ Glowing Ice. Well, welcome, everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Lots of things going on around here. Just a lot of excitement for the new Beavis and Butthead episodes and the movie and all that. And, uh... Yeah, that, that's about it. Um, today we're taking a look at Beavis and Butthead episode 56, Plate Frisbee. I don't think this was intended to be this way, but, you know, their first episode, Frog Baseball, they're using something that shouldn't be used as a baseball. And in this episode, they're using something that shouldn't be used as a frisbee. So it's a crazy coincidence, given just the idea and the concept. So Plate Frisbee, it first aired on MTV on November 11th, 1993, and that's all we need to know for now. So what happens with Beavis and Butthead in Plate Frisbee? Well, let's check it out. The episode starts inside Stewart's house as Beavis and Butthead each sit in two recliners as Stewart sits on the floor in front of them. The three of them are watching TV. On the TV is the channel Phone Shopping Network, as a woman is modeling off a ring. The lady on TV says, Imagine for a moment, your own finger, luxury beneath the weight of 99 carats of the purest cubic zirconia. While still looking at the TV, we hear a phone pick up and numbers dialing. It cuts to Beavis holding the phone up to his ear. Yeah, uh, I want to order one of those pubic zirconiums. Stewart complains, Guys, I invited you over to watch the Olympics. I'm changing it back. Stewart pushes a button on the remote to change the channel to the Olympics. The TV shows a muscular man holding a frisbee in a stance, ready to throw it. Cheerful and triumphant music plays in the background, as it then cuts to Beavis's point of view of Butthead trying to pull the remote from Stewart's hands, as he's still sitting in the recliner. As Stewart pulls, Butthead says, No way, dude. You can watch the Olympics anytime. As Stewart and Butthead both struggle to pull the remote from each other's hands, we see Stewart's mom, Mrs. Stevenson, enter the living room from the kitchen. Don't mind me, boys, she says, holding the plate of chocolate chip cookies. I just brought you some nice warm cookies to eat while you're watching television. Butthead noticing the cookies automatically lets go of the remote sending Stuart falling on his ass. Ugh! Butthead grabs the plate of cookies from Stuart's mom and starts eating them one after another. Whoa! Cool! Stuart's mom continues, Now I know I can trust Stuart's friends, but just be extra careful with that china plate. It's 17th century antique. She then walks away. Butthead eating cookies while watching TV, gets his fill, and passes the plate to Beavis. Beavis starts eating cookies one after another while they watch the man on TV holding the frisbee, lining up and spinning and chucking the frisbee into the air. As the boys watch the frisbee on TV spin in the air, 
they start looking at the plate they're eating off of. Beavis then dumps the remaining cookies off the plate. Guys, don't. I'll let you watch home shopping. Come on, please. Stuart pleads. The boys continue laughing as the triumphant Olympic music plays. Beavis then gets up and stands on the seat of the recliner and starts posing with the plate in ways that a frisbee would be thrown. The next scene, we're in the backyard of Stuart's house. Butthead stands on one end as Beavis stands on the other. Stuart is standing in the middle and off to the side, just watching. Butthead, holding the plate like a frisbee, says to Beavis, <laughs> Catch it, dude. He then throws the plate to Beavis. As it flies towards him, Beavis says, Huh? The plate then smacks into his forehead. Ah! He yells, holding his head. The plate falls onto the ground, and Stuart sadly groans, Ah! Uh, hey, that thing flies pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> better than Anderson's garbage can lids. Beavis throws the plate back to Butthead. Butthead, with his hands sticking out, in a no-effort way to catching it, has the plate hit him in the head too. Ugh! He yells in pain as the plate falls to the ground again. Check it out! Behind the back! Beavis says as he motions his hand behind his back, inviting Butthead to throw the plate. Butthead throws the plate back to Beavis and it hits him in the head and falls to the ground once again. Ow! Careful, you guys! That plate's, like, kind of valuable, Stuart says. The plate is then flung towards Stuart and it hits him in the head, bouncing off. Ow! Cut to Mr. Anderson standing on the sidewalk in front of his house as he's picking up multiple garbage can lids off the ground. God darn it, who keeps messing with my garbage can lids? These things ain't frisbees, you know. The plate then flies and hits him in the side of the head. Ow! Anderson yells in pain. As the plate bounced and flew off after hitting his head, Anderson looks around in confusion and says, What the hell was that? Damn it. Must have been one of them low-flying buzzard hawks or something. Back to the boys in the backyard. As a dog, a white poodle is barking and runs towards Beavis. The dog looks up to Beavis as it barks. What's that? A dog? Yeah. <laughs> you called it, dude. Yeah. I'd make it fetch for us. Like bones and like money and stuff. Hey, maybe he's like one of those frisbee dogs that catches frisbees. Cool! Beavis then throws the plate and yells to the dog, Get it, boy! Upbeat and innocent flute music plays as the poodle runs after the plate. As the plate lowers to the ground, the poodle jumps up and catches it in its mouth. We then cut back to the boys, who are watching as we hear the dog cry. Whoa! We then see a close-up shot of the dog, still biting down on the plate, as it shows each of its teeth shatter off one at a time. <laughs> that dog is cool. Yeah, <laughs> nice doggy, nice doggy, cool doggy. The dog walks up to the boys with the plate in its mouth and drops it on the ground at their feet. That's a pretty cool plate. Oh, Stuart sighs with worry. Cut to the boys still outside as Butthead is now air guitaring to the riff of Iron Man from Black Sabbath. He holds the plate in his hand, smacking it against his head to the riff pausing to say ow a few times. Don't bogart the plate, butthead. Butthead rubbing his head says, eh, okay, and then throws the plate towards Beavis super fast. As Beavis holds both of his hands straight up in the air, the plate flies above his head through his hair and way past him. 
It then cuts to a construction worker nailing a frame together as he's mouthing the riff to Iron Man by Black Sabbath as well. As he nails, the plate hits his head and bounces off of his hard hat. This makes him lose his aim and he hits his hand with the hammer. Ow! He yells. The plate then flies onto the road and it covers up a hole that a road worker is jackhammering. The worker jackhammers onto the plate and it cuts to Stuart as he whines, No! Oh no! It then cuts to a shot of a tank truck driving down the street in the neighborhood. The tank on the truck reads gas along with the word flammable. A closer look inside the cab of the truck shows the driver, which looks like an older, fatter version of Butthead, in his 30s or 40s. He has a goatee and black hair, wearing a white shirt with sleeves cut off. It then cuts to yet another truck. This truck has a trailer that has a picture of a book of matches that reads, Strike Anywhere Matches. The driver of this truck looks just like an older man with glasses, wearing a red hat, and button-down collared shirt and tie. Back to the man jackhammering, unknowingly jackhammering onto the plate, the plate flies away from him and then flies past the windshield of the gas truck driver. The driver is surprised and he says, What the? As he watches the plate bounce and roll in the street in front of him, he yells, UFO! And proceeds to steering his wheel sharply to avoid hitting the plate. With this, it sends the gas truck falling onto its side in the middle of the road. We then cut to the driver in the matchbook truck, and as he sees the gas truck ahead, he says, Huh, looks like I'm gonna crash. Yep. We then cut to the gas truck as it's on its side, and it's spilling gas all over the road and onto the plate. The matchbook truck honks its horn as it collides with the gas truck. A huge explosion happens, and the explosion sends the plate flying into Stewart's backyard, right at the boys' feet. Wow, I can't believe the plate didn't break, Stewart says as he picks the plate off the ground. Looking at Beavis and Butthead, Stewart says, You guys are really lucky. He then uses his shirt to polish the plate. He holds it up, and then the plate, on its own, shatters in Stuart's hand. The boys laugh. Oh, Stuart cries in shock. Hey, isn't there like a word for it when something happens? You know, like, when you don't expect it? You mean ironic? Stuart says with tears in his eyes. No way, Peckerbutt. It's like an English word. Ah, uh, cool? Yeah, that's it. It was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The boys continue laughing, as that is the end of Beavis and Butthead and Plate Frisbee. Now let's check out the music videos. The first music video is Romeo by Dolly Parton, and when seeing Dolly Parton on the video, Butthead says, Whoa, this is that chick with those big hooters. Yeah, <laughs> Working 9 to 5 is not a way to make a living. Shut up, Beavis. When Dolly sings a line with the words, Stiff competition, Butthead says, Stiff competition? Yeah, she's talking about us. Hey, Beavis. This just goes to show that some things never go out of style. Hey, you mean like country music? No, dumbass. I mean big hooters. Then they change it. 
The next music video is Martin Scorsese by King Missile. And when the singer says, this one's Martin Scorsese, Butthead says, uh, Martin Scorsese? Yeah, yeah, it's hard for me to score. The boys really like the music video, and Beavis starts getting amped up, blurting out random words. The next music video is Dine Alone by Quicksand. Butthead talks about how he wish he had a shirt like the lead singer does. The boys then discuss how cool it'd be to wear more than one shirt. When showing a chick taking a bath in the tub, the boys think it's cool, obviously, and Beavis talks about how she'd not want to get out of the tub because she has morning wood. Butthead yells, Beavis? I hope you were joking. Um, yeah, 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 that was pretty funny. And then the last music video is Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. Butthead mocks the way Chris Isaac sings by going, Beavis thinks the video is cool because of the naked chick. And then Butthead stops mocking the singer after seeing the chick more. He cheers and then he says, Oh, what I wouldn't do to her. Yeah, you wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I would. Check this out. Butthead then puts his hand onto the TV screen. You touched him, wussy. Shut up, dillhole. Is this like one of those commercials for Alvin Klein? Yeah, <laughs> a new fragrance from Alvin Klein. But. Yeah, but for men. That's the music videos. Now let's get into the fun facts. So we've got a few fun facts for this episode. Uh, one is kind of just like a little Easter egg, if anything. And it's when, at the very beginning... Uh, Mrs. Stevenson, Stewart's mom, walks into the living room as the boys, right before then, were looking at the cubic zirconia uh, ring on TV. If you look closely at her fingers, she is wearing the same exact ring. So, is Stewart's dad cheap as hell? Yeah, maybe it's a clue there. I don't know. It's a little trouble in paradise, maybe. I say this because on the TV, it was advertised as $19.99. This episode was officially released on the History of Beavis and Butthead Part 2 home video, and it's also on the Mike Judge Collection DVD, Volume 1, Disc 1. Now, the Mike Judge Collection version is an edited version, it's a, or a director's cut, if you want to put that in quotes, and the director's cut, the edited version of this, on this collection has a few minor things, uh, like, just cut for time, but the biggest thing that is cut completely out is seeing the two truck drivers, uh, before the impact. The only time we ever see any kind of, uh, truck driver in this episode, this version, is when the plate flies in front of the gas truck driver and he mistakes it for a UFO. The other driver for the Matchbook truck is never seen in this uh, director's cut version. Plate Frisbee is the 25th episode of season 3 of Beavis and Butthead, and it's the 56th episode overall. And IMDB, the internet movie database, gives Beavis and Butthead in Plate Frisbee a 7.8 out of 10 rating. Now, I will give you my review. Okay, right off the bat, I just want to say this is the one, uh, call me a uh, softie for dogs, but anytime Beavis and Butthead are cruel to dogs, 
It doesn't bother me, obviously, it's just a cartoon, but at the same time, I, I would like to see Beavis and Butthead be more caring towards dogs. <laughs> but, you know, they're not, I don't think they're intentionally mean, because they were praising the dog in this episode, you know? They're just so stupid that they're not aware of the dog's, like, health and well-being. You know, they're just off in their own world completely, so I guess I really can't hold the boys to a fault but being someone who loves dogs it's like ah god why (laughs) it's so mean (laughs) i gotta be more tough i gotta be tough all right boys are stupid what what can you say but yeah i i remember this episode from way back in the day when it first aired when i saw it as a kid and of course i watched it during the mike judge collection uh, DVDs, and, uh, you know, this was one that I kind of just, like, uh, you know, it was good for a couple watches, but it wasn't, like, a, a standard classic, but it does have some moments here and there. I will say the funniest part in this episode is something probably it's looked over quite a bit, and it's when Beavis and Butthead are watching the Olympics, and they look at the plate, and Beavis stands up on the seat of the recliner and he starts posing holding the uh plate this way and that way as a frisbee um along with the music in the background it just it pairs perfectly to make a really great funny moment right there and i think that's the funniest part to me thinking about tom anderson and he's mentioning about the buzzard hawks which uh he mentions later on as well but i think this is the first time he talks about the buzzard hawks at any point in the history of Beavis and Butthead. Let's take a look at this episode from a whole. So Beavis and Butthead, they're at Stewart's house, and they reign supreme on what to watch on Stewart's TV. Stewart's TV looks a lot nicer, obviously, a lot cleaned up. There's not trash everywhere where the TV sits or anything. Very nice looking. And of course, Beavis and Butthead are watching something that they're probably used to watching at home, which is the uh, Home Shopping Network. But Stewart had a little bit of balls this time around, and he was actually fighting with Beavis and Butthead, wanting to change it back to the Olympics, which I am kind of shocked that Stewart has any kind of backbone at all to switch it back. And then he's fighting with Butthead, you know, as Butthead tries to get the controller out of his hand. So then they get the plate of cookies from Stewart's mom. So Stewart, wanting to watch the Olympics, he, he should have been more aware of what Beavis and Butthead uh, would have happening in their little minds when they're seeing someone throw a Frisbee and they have a Frisbee-like disc in their hands. Uh, well, then I guess Stuart's mom is kind of dumb, too, for uh, giving the boys, uh, you know, an antique dish. So I guess Stuart and Stuart's family are kind of at a fault for a lot of things. They're kind of stupid. So I think, in a way, they all kind of deserve each other. So anyways, the boys start throwing the frisbee in the backyard. It goes through all these things, the crash, falling on the ground, the dog, the jackhammer, and then the crash, and then it flies into Stuart's hand, and it falls apart once it's back in Stuart's caring hand. And you know, it's kind of like a funny idea, not a hilarious idea, story-wise, but the moments in this episode really weren't, you know, the best compared to other episodes, obviously. It was just very subtle things here and there. Like I said, Beavis posing with the plate while watching TV and stuff like that. I really like how they made the truck driver look a lot like Butthead, just a lot older. 
And then the other truck driver is just like, yep, I'm driving. Oh, I guess I'm going to run into this truck. <laughs> like, what the hell? Okay, you're not going to even stop or make an attempt to, you know, prevent yourself from blowing up running into a gas tank truck. Okay, bro, whatever. The thing I would have loved to see was after the plate shatters in Stewart's hand, uh, to see the reaction from uh, Mrs. Stevenson, at least, and possibly Stewart's dad, too. But oh well, it ends with Beavis and Butthead laughing at the end. I guess that's, you know, a happy ending. Taking a look at the music videos, they're all pretty solid. You got Dolly Parton in there, and of course the boys are going to talk about her boobs. Chris Isaac, that's another good classic. And the other ones in the middle, they were on par. They were decent, average, you know. So with all that being said, looking at this episode completely as a whole, it's not horrible. It has some good moments. Not great, not hilariously funny, but it's good. So it's a step above middle of the road at five. So I'm going to give this one a six. Final answer, final word. That's it. Beavis and Butthead in Plate Frisbee gets a 6 out of 10. Well, that is a wrap for this episode of The Butt Chronicles. Thank you guys for listening and uh, checking out the podcast week and week again. I really do appreciate every single one of you that do check this out and uh, enjoy Beavis and Butthead with me as we go on this journey and keep watching more Beavis and Butthead episodes. If you want more from me, something different besides Beavis and Butthead, you can check out another podcast. It's Industrial Industries World Radio. I, I do all kinds of things on there. The uh, history of Orbits, the 90s drink, um, the history of Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Toys R Us, McDonald's. And then I just have some random talk with musicians that uh, I know. Uh, Matt Foran from Circus of Dead Squirrels. I recently had him on the latest episode. Industrial Industries World Radio, check it out. I also have music up, a full album of like funny music and stuff on Spotify or whatever. Search the same name, Industrial Industries World Radio. I have a song called Fart in Your Face, which is uh, kind of <laughs> a hit. It's an underground hit, but it's still a hit. I also got a YouTube channel. Just search Industrial Industries World Radio and you'll see me, you know drinking pepsi or you know doing something crazy on there so if you're bored you want something else to watch there you go check that out if you want to once again i'm your host dj glowing ice and i hope you have a great rest of your day a good rest of your week too and i will see you next week for another fun-filled episode and that's it this has been the butt chronicles your audio guide to everything beavis and butthead See you next time.
Industrial Industries World Radio.